everybody, and welcome once again to Apostolic Children's Ministry Podcast. We have a very special edition this time. I have three brand new guests to the podcast, and we're in a very different location than normal. We are actually in Pigeon Forge, uh, Tennessee of all places, and uh, we're at Nobody's Home Church. We're actually here for the Summit Conference, and we're doing the Kingdom Kids, and I have three great, great legends of children's ministry here, and we're going to go around and introduce them real quick. To my left, I have... Tyler Hodge, Bakersfield, California, uh, or more specifically, Oildale, California, but they're sister cities, I guess. Awesome. Then across from me, I have... Darian Jordan, uh, Cornerstone Pentecostal Church up in Spokane, Washington. Awesome. And uh, to my right... Uh, Brother Chris Bradshaw, Union City, Tennessee. Everybody knows Pastor Dwayne. <laughs> That's right. So they, they are all heavily involved in children's ministry. Brother uh, Hodge is a pastor of a church now. And obviously it takes a lot of his time, but he is still heavily, heavily involved in children's ministry. Uh, Brother Darian, I believe you are over the Sunday school at Spokane. Yep, my wife and I are the Sunday school directors, yes. And we'll go around and, and uh, get a little more info, but uh, what, what, what is your role, Brother Bradshaw, in Union City? So we have Sunday school teachers that do Sunday school every week. And then once a month, I get everybody. We gather together in the gym and we do a really big children's church. Sort of like what you guys do almost every Sunday, I think. And uh, I'm the guy that does all the object lessons and the teaching, so that's me. Awesome, awesome. So what what a great group of guys. But we're doing the Kingdom Kids Conference here, and uh, we'll talk in detail about that. But before we do, I'd like to have Brother Hodge tell us quickly uh, his background, how he got involved in children's ministry, and honestly, whatever else you want to say about your involvement. Sure. Well, uh, growing up, my parents are home missionaries and so I kind of was well-rounded in that respect I learned how to um, be a janitor which what is the what is the verb of a janitor to janit (laughs) (laughs) janitize Janitize. so I've learned I've learned to janit and to to uh, teach Sunday school and to give Bible studies and do outreach and take up offering and play the drum. Like I was just, I was a little bit of everything. It's home missions. So that's my start in Sunday school. Uh, my earliest remembrance of a Sunday school classroom was my mom teaching us three boys. And that was uh, the beginnings of my experience in Sunday school. But as far as involvement, my wife and I, when we were dating, she was a Sunday school uh, involved in bus ministry in Bakersfield, Brother Bradford, um, Bradford's church there in Bakersfield. And when we were dating, our service was in the afternoon uh, and they had a morning and a night service. So I would go to their church in the mornings and help her with her bus route and uh, be in the classroom with her. And uh, that was kind of our courtship, I guess, was in Sunday school. Nice. And so awesome. as far as getting involved, um, my wife and I, even before we were married, we were doing it together. And once we got married, brought her up to Lake Isabella, and that's where we really started to plug into children's church and bus ministry together and, and uh, doing children's evangelism later. And uh, God's blessed it. So. How old were you when you did your first away-from-home service? I think you said Brother Wilmoth got you involved in that initially. Is that right? Or So my first, and, and this, this is a credit actually to two fronts. Number one, uh, giving a young man an opportunity to be involved from a child discipleship level. I was 12 years old when I preached out my first, uh, I was 12 years old when I preached out at my first uh, meeting. And that was in Strathmore, California, Brother Treadway's church. 
and uh, it was a kids crusade and they asked me to be one of the speakers and so me and another boy from Bakersfield Church 12 years old tag team 12 years preached. that's awesome and wow, so I give awesome. credit to that group that put that together but as far as you know as a children's evangelist brother Wilmoth was the one that kind of opened the door for me um, I did my first junior camp in the Southern California uh, junior camp way back in 2014 and God's hand was on it and uh, this is a credit to the churches that sent kids there. I think that there was like 100 and 160 kids that was present at this camp. And there was about, fi- uh, I think there was 52 kids that didn't have the Holy Ghost, which is a huge, right. amazing, you know, the fact that there was 160 kids at a camp and right. only 52 of them didn't have the Holy Ghost between the ages of 7 and 12. And uh, I think during that, that uh, camp, um, we saw about 40 eight kids oh my wow that's a good percentage yeah and so that that was the first big thing that kind of opened the door to to my wife and i doing this and and god's hand has been on it and there's a tremendous need out there for children's workers in the kingdom so amen yeah it's good to be with you guys that's awesome Well, if you haven't uh, heard Brother Hodge do you know, a, a junior camp or something, he really does have a, a, a unique style, and it's just something that it, it's unimitable. You can't you, you can't duplicate it. And you, it's just it's just you. Yes. And I love your your casual uh, relationship with kids. Like you can just be instantly their friend in seconds. I love that, and, and so I've always tried to imitate that. I think it's because like, I never grew up. <laughs> whatever works. Your, your <laughs> wife might agree with that. <laughs> It's genuine. It's I think not all of forced. our wives probably would. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but I've, I've always, I've always uh, really liked that about you. I mean, you can give a, a kid your best buddy in just five seconds. It's, yeah, it's super cool. You have that passion of imitate instead of irritate. That's a, that's a good thing to have. Yes, yes exactly. And brother Darian, I haven't known you as long, but uh, we were just in uh, Spokane, and nice. I got to know you. Uh, I, I met you two years ago. Yeah, I think it was for the first time, and. You are a wild man on stage, like in a, in a wonderful way. Like he is an endless source of energy. He's just like the Energizer Bunny, never runs out of energy. So why don't you tell us your involvement, how you got involved, and, and uh, whatever you want to say. You know, actually you started with choir, funny enough. Uh, just getting involved is the first thing I did with church. You know, as a young kid, I, I grew up in church. My, my pastors were my grandparents. So until, uh, you know, 95, 96 is when my, my grandfather uh, passed away and that's when Pastor Mayo had a couple a year and a half before that had just started the church up in Spokane. So, and uh, we started coming uh, back to the Mayos, and it was Sister Mayo encouraging me to you know get involved in something, and she really wanted me to be in choir. And from there, uh, Pastor Mayo had me be uh, the service leader, uh, and then kids. That's when the kids ministry stepped in, and yeah, um, current uh, at the time that the current leader was in, asking me to run the service for the music music part since I was that's what I had been involved in so far and that's how I started getting the passion to help kids and, and, and getting to see the ones that especially the bus with the bus ministry the kids that did not have any experience in this before and being the one to help energize them and get them involved and, and excited about God was just amazing uh, and that's when I took over as extreme team teacher uh, as we do the 10 to 13 year olds where we do different skits and plays and uh, things like that that uh, in, in front of the whole church and really it's it's kind of like the the top of the well, all the kids strive to be part of in Sunday school. That's cool. Um, and then just this last year, uh, Pastor Mayo asked my wife and I to take over the Sunday school department. Um, been the directors uh, now for just not quite, even quite a year. So, and then like what you said to, a couple years ago when we had you up, um, that I think for me, at least it was to my pastors, was solidified in, in his mind and 
helped you know instill it in me because you know you always feel worthy mm-hmm. to be the one to help lead kids like why me like I it's it's been a blessing I'm, I'm super thankful that he did ask us because it really helped put on that that extra mantle of uh, use my experiences and, and to use our passion like you said I, I try to be the energizer buddy and everything for the kids and it's it's important it's what they feed off of and and wrapping that energy in with God is, is what's important yeah <clears throat> what I really admired is uh, we, were, we were at your place and we were just casually talking I just mentioned Kingdom Kids and you're like what's that so we were talking about Kingdom yeah. Kids and Summit he said I want to go Yes, I thought it was a casual conversation. Like I've heard that before, right? <laughs> but he bought his tickets like the next week. He's like, wow. "Sign me up, I'm in." Yes, he said, "I want we we want to get involved with other people that are doing the same thing." Yes. Uh, it, there's nothing like being with you guys and all the others that are involved in Kingdom Kids, and you learn so much from each other. And the shared knowledge and shared energy is it's so much fun. That's it's what we so wanted. That's exactly what my wife and I talked about it later. We were so excited for it because. And brother, how just your your passion and your energy, like like brother Booker was saying, is is it's very energetic, I appreciate and, and very uh, it oozes out of you to everybody. Anyone who's around you can feel it. <laughs> changes, yeah. You know, it's it does it changes the environment, and it, this is the kind of experience that I was I was hoping to get and uh, be awesome. able to learn from each and every one of you. Well, Absolutely. birds of a feather flock together, right? That's yeah, true. But I've also seen birds of a feather don't only flock together, but they fly higher. Right, sure. Yeah. They fly higher together. So that's, yeah. Awesome. You've been a tremendous asset to the team, brother. Thank oh, you. my Good goodness. Point. Since he's been here, I'm telling you, there's like every day, it's like, what, what, what can I do? What can I do today? I'm like, I, I'm almost like trying to think of what can I do because I know he's going to ask me. <laughs> I've got to have something ready because I know he's going to ask me. Just want to be helpful. I want to do what you need me to do. It's incredible. I, I just feel bad because there's so much little stuff. You almost don't want to ask people to do the little stuff. You almost, you know, yeah. but, but you're willing to do everything. It's just, it's so helpful. That yeah. first day when you went and bought everything, it was just, oh, saved us so much time. Yes, and last but definitely not least is our friend, Brother Bradshaw. He, uh, I think the first time I met you was at our junior camp. Is it that was. right? I flew out. Pastor Dwayne has this thing where he doesn't like to travel alone. Um, and so he asked a bunch of the ministers at church and said, hey, who wants to go to California with me? And I was like, I do. And he was like, no, seriously. And I was like, I really want to meet Brother Booker. <laughs> like, I re- no offense, I really want to go meet Brother Booker. And he was like, well, come on. So I bought my plane tickets that week. And uh, we flew out to California, and that's, I think it was four years ago was the first time that we met. I think so. Uh, your brother Dwayne Ezel preached our junior camp two years in a row. Yes. And he is an absolute rock star. Just he incredible. <clears throat> he has, I, I love the different takes. He's not Tyler Hodge. He's, he's not Chris Bradshaw. He's not Darian Jordan. He's nobody except himself. Yeah. And if we try to do what he did, we'd look silly. Yeah. <laughs> he does like a simple object lesson and preaches, and the kids go nuts. They love it. Yeah. If I tried that, they'd go to sleep. <laughs> I'm serious, but he has such he a unique, it. beautiful yeah. ministry. He's like that everywhere he goes. It doesn't matter if it's at home or if it's in California. Once you meet Pastor Dwayne, Pastor Dwayne is Pastor Dwayne. That's just who you're going to get in every version of him. Yeah. Well, that wasn't the only person we got to meet, though, because we got <laughs> yeah, Brother Bradshaw for the first time. <laughs> yes. And Brother uh, Brother Oswald kept telling me, hey, I got this guy coming with me, and he always comes up with crazy object lessons, so I'm going to be asking you for some weird stuff. He, he said, I'm going to be sending you to the store for some goofy stuff. And sure enough, I'm telling you, it was the weirdest stuff I've ever... Brake fluid, I think it was. <laughs> uh, no, it was uh, lithium batteries, and I needed uh, No, but there was some ice. weird funky fluid, though. Yeah, it was It was the ice, that, or the heat, whatever it is. The yellow bottle that you put in your gas tank to keep... Yeah, that. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so you put lithium batteries in that, and it, you spray it in the fire, and it turns purple. Just... 
Just well, don't try it was, at home. I was just looking at this <laughs> list going, what on earth is Brother Uzzel going to do with this? And he said, no, this is Brother Bradshaw's brainchild. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, i got to meet this dude because I love object lessons. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. love them. And so when you came, uh, I think it was the first year, didn't we sign you up to do the object lessons? You did. And yeah. So it was like trial by fire. So uh, Literally by fire, apparently. <laughs> literally. <laughs> yeah. So I ended up not using that one. We're in one of the most flammable parts of the world. That's why it's Southern California. <laughs> We're in the mountains. Right. Yeah, but we have, a, we have like a breakout session, like a VBS style. So yes. we have four different areas, and one of them is object lessons. And I knew Brother Bradshaw was kind of his bread and butter, so we put him in there. And I heard, all I knew is people came up and said, you got to go see Brother Bradshaw. Like, <laughs> they said, everybody's crying. Like, in a, they said, when he's done, like, everybody was sobbing. I'm yeah. like, what did he say? Like, you know, <laughs> well, it was just incredible. I think you told your testimony. I did. Um, I think that's when I did my golden pennies. You did? And those kids still have them. Not just the kids. I had I had adults when I came to California, not, not this year, last year, that still had their penny. It's pretty awesome. It's a pretty good feeling. Um, and that was actually an object lesson that I seen when I was seven years old. And we were at a junior camp in Kansas. And Brother Ogle was actually the one who taught it to me, paralyzed from the waist down. And he was talking about how no matter what's happened in your life, you can be used by God and you're worth something. And that stuck with me from seven years old. Mm. And then here I am, I'm, I'm 28, 29 years old, and I'm teaching that lesson that was taught me as a kid. I was seven, and that stuck with me that whole time. And I took it, and I was able to use something that somebody taught me as a kid. Mm to kids and it still be impactful. That is so cool. Well, and what you just said is exactly why I want to be a part of kids ministry. Yeah. Because yeah, that stuck with you from when you were seven. Yes. Yes. Everything we do can make that type of lasting, everlasting yeah. impact That's on a right. children's life that knows that your life needs to revolve and end up with God. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Can I just say one thing more yeah, thing about absolutely. Chris Bradshaw? This guy, it doesn't matter what you're talking about, but if you are in a conversation with Chris Bradshaw, I'm telling you, he's got more caffeine in his blood than <laughs> this guy is an energetic conversationalist. And oh, he's I love to talk. And I tried to yeah. give him a Red Bull and he wouldn't even take real caffeine. Yeah. He has his own. Yeah. I feel like in. a human being bag compared to you three. Like you guys are <laughs> I thought I had energy. And then I sit around you guys, I'm like, wow, no, I'm, I'm just like a slug. No, I'm definitely in a room of giants. No, this is but uh, one thing we didn't cover is how did you get involved initially, Brother Bradshaw, in children's ministry? Yeah, so I've actually been in bus ministry since I was as a kid, uh, we had a guy in our church. We, uh, well, I guess I should phrase this way: we had a predominantly Hispanic community that was like 15 minutes from us, 30 minutes from us, and we had a guy in our church, Brother Bufford. Uh, his wife was my Sunday school teacher, and they asked me to start riding the Sunday school bus with them while they went and picked kids up 30 miles away and brought them to church. And I started, I think I was nine when I first got on the bus, and I rode with them for years up until i got married actually oh my word so 18 so nine years i rode with them on the bus wow. i picked I picked up a little bit of spanish awesome. uh but predominantly i just fell in love with people and um as far as like the object lessons and stuff goes my grandpa bradshaw was actually really heavily involved in children's ministry matter of fact i have a ton of his puppets and stuff at the house a ton of his magic tricks and balloon books and he did that. He actually traveled California in the 50s and 60s teaching all up and down the coast. That's amazing. And then here I am. I, I get to go to California, and I'm helping in children's ministry. Man, it's so awesome. I love cool. it. But uh, we moved to Union City seven years ago, and Pastor Dwayne uh, was doing a breakout session for children in the gym like we do now. Everybody just came to the gym. 
And he was teaching them. And I was like, man, I have a really good lesson that would go with that. And he said, you want to help? I said, I absolutely want to help. He's like, well, let's do it together. So we tag team that day. And later that day, he said, man, I want you to start doing this for me. You know, he was taking over more responsibility in the church. He was stepping into the associate pastor position. And so he was like, I want you to start doing this for me. And I was like, man, I would absolutely love to. Yes. And so I've been doing it for seven years now and been to California three times. Unfortunately, didn't go to get to go this year. And this is my second year at Kingdom Kids. So That's awesome. Yeah, so we have a, uh, I think it was a Sunday after junior camp. We had, or was before. it before? Before. It was. When we had you talk to our, yes. our teams. Yes. So you talked to our bus team. We yes. talked to our, our Sunday school team. Yes. And it was just, it was such a shot in the arm. It was really cool to see um, some of our, 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 our people that are involved in our local church, they may not get much outside influences except what we're able to bring in, right? right? They don't have, they're not able to get out much. And so to see someone with that same passion that we have with bus and Sunday school and hear it echoed across the country, was a, that was a really big, neat deal. It's that awesome cool. that we're not alone. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. Can, you can feel isolated doing this. Yeah, And absolutely. you hear a lot that they're just kids, but you don't realize the responsibility that's on our shoulders. Absolutely. It's yeah, just, it's so good. Mind-boggling. Well, that brings us to why we're all here. Yeah. Right? Kingdom Kids. So the Summit Conference went for several years with uh, no children's services. Uh, so we had a lot of families with a lot of kids that, that a lot of the kids would just fall asleep under the pew. <laughs> um, there's nothing aimed at them. And quite frankly, I've been that kid. I've been to sleep under the pew before. Oh, yeah. you know you're a true <laughs> Pentecostal when you can fall asleep in the middle of a service. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> and I, it, and it, wasn't, it wasn't our vision, Brother Tyler, even though we were in, pulled into it pretty quick. But there was someone that had a vision that, hey, we're missing a big opportunity here. Absolutely. And so they had a, a, committee, form. a committee come up, and, and it was initially quite a few people, Brother Tyler and myself, were pulled into it, quite frankly. The first year. I was yeah. scared out of my mind. I didn't know any of these people personally. Yeah. I, I felt just, like I was way out of my depth because yeah. I had just started. What Our first year was 2015, right? Yep, I think so, or 16. One of those. Was, Maybe it was 15? I think it was 15. Okay, could be. Maybe not. But I think that sounds familiar to me. But what was crazy was I had just started doing children's evangelism, like on a broad level. And I don't know how my name got thrown in the mix. I think you might have mentioned me or something. However it was, thank God you were, because yeah. what a huge asset. I don't even know how it happened. But I remember coming out for that first time, because we came out before Summit to scout out the facilities and see what we were going to have. Yeah, so that was a trip to me as well. Right. So it was like, okay, so we get on this conference call. It's uh, Brother Nathaniel Urshan, uh, yeah. Shea Ooh, Spell, Shea Spell. Larry Worthen, right. Brother Tyler Hodge, myself, right. uh, and Phil Indris. Yeah. And they're all in this group and I'm afraid to say anything because anything comes out of my mouth my mouth's going to sound stupid like, I, so, <laughs> we're the peons I'll never forget I can't remember how it happened but Tyler said something that I thought was funny It was. he the, thought it was funny and nobody laughed nobody <laughs> you could hear cricket. in fact he texted me oh, I'm an idiot <laughs> I, wish, I wish I could remember what that was because it, it was the punniest quickest little oh like little, it, it was slain in this group right yeah. <laughs> true was, children oh, material but he really it takes children's ministry. I am so stupid. I can't believe I just said that. <laughs> I think it went something like this. Like, funny line here. I just said it. And there was an awkward pause. And Brother Indris was like, yeah, well. 
<laughs> Moving on. <laughs> okay then. Right. It was brutal. So after that, I was terrified to ever say anything. Well, yeah, you don't want to be the reason for a moving on comment. Yeah. Right. <laughs> exactly. yeah. And so we're on this we're on the phone call, and the next thing they're like, okay, so we're gonna fly out to Pigeon Forge. There's like before the conference, we're just gonna scout the venue, and we're like, we're gonna what? We're gonna fly? Like, I, 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 okay, I'm gonna have to figure out how to get a ticket. Gentlemen, I just came into the wrong room. (laughs) (laughs) So hold hold on, moving on. (laughs) Oh, perfect. So I am going to recap something that I say a lot of times. Uh, We're doing a podcast, and this is raw and unedited. I I have only cut one thing ever, and it was just something I had to cut. Uh, Other than that, I just let it run. So that was Brother Steve Buxton. (laughs) Elder Steve Buxton just walked in, and hey. There you go. Oh, we you go. we have a fifth guest, or fourth oh, guest wow. today, yes, yes, and yes. a Big pretty shot. high profile. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that was that was funny. Um, <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. So they said that, <laughs> that we were going to fly out to Pigeon Forge to scout it, and and I'm thinking, man, this is serious. Like, man, we're going to fly just to go look at the place. Well, me and him get like the worst flight ever because it's cheap, right? <laughs> we're, we you sleep. Rent a car together. We literally sleep in the airport because yeah. when we get there, the rental cars are closed. Yeah. Uh, we're like horrible sleep for like an hour and a half in the Nashville airport. Sure. We drive four hours on an hour of sleep. We're so giddy we can't see straight. We get in the, in the meeting with everybody. We start talking and we realize that we're the boneheads of the group, right? We're, we're still afraid to say anything. But we can't. I mean, they, they had us there for a reason. Right. So we finally start throwing out ideas. Well, our ideas compared to everybody else's were like so weird. Right. You're like, Oh, let's get. But like, they're children. It's children's church. Exactly. Right? But but they were they were. That's why we were there. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's why they. And yeah. here we're like hesitant to like you know be ourselves. Yeah. Anyway, that's it, the whole point. So you were invited. We got away from the group. Philip Booker and I, we go find an escape room called the Tomb. We really did. <laughs> we do an escape room together with all these other families with like little kids, and we're acting like total ha- like we're just nuts. Right. We had a release. Finally. It was pent yeah. up. It was pent up. Yeah, it was pent up. Yeah. So uh, the first the first year at Kingdom Kids was was just it was on another level. Like we had never been to anything like it. No. The props, you guys have seen the props. Well, yeah. oh, just amazing. Just, yeah. And we didn't know what to expect. We just knew Brother Werther was working on props but he started sending pictures oh of this God. is where we're at and I realized it's this is on a scale yeah. that I can't even imagine it's mind boggling to see it in person this is my second year seeing it so it's, they they spent I believe it was 400 man hours building mm-hmm. just the castle and every year he's added to it now this year where the bass hurt his shoulders so we're, right. ba- we're back to the castle right. <clears throat> but that's the only reason uh, but it was just it, it was so cool, and then we got to all those ideas that we had talked about over on the phone. We got to see them fulfilled on yeah. the stage, and anyway, and so here we are, six, seven years later. I, think it, it's been, I think it was sixteen, two thousand sixteen. Whatever it is, it, but every year I feel like it's getting better. Yeah, for sure. Um, we have now Brother Bradshaw, Brother Darian involved, and it, it really has come. Ah, uh, it's it's just been so exciting. And I think one thing that's really assisted with the whole Kingdom Kids, like annually, that's been progressive is the kids' expectations. Yes. Yeah. Like they just can't wait for yep. Kingdom Kids Conference. I was approached by Stephen Jones last night. I've got to tell you this because I, I, I haven't told you yet. Uh, I was approached by Stephen Jones last night in the parking lot and he said, You guys have been working so hard. I just want to tell you thank you because my sons, they don't get this kind of stuff. He's a missionary to Roatan, Honduras. Mm-hmm. And he said, Everywhere my kids go, 
it's just it's for us it's for the adults right. and we're doing mission stuff and in our home country you know where we're doing missions in our church in Rotan like you know we're we don't when we have conferences and stuff there's not kids church like this like this is their moment all year right and this is where my kids he told me last night he said this is where my kids are going to get the holy ghost it's and true. he's like my kids you know they're they're starting to get interested in the holy ghost and i've got confidence in kingdom kids conference i i told my wife that if we weren't missionaries and if we needed to go to a conference out of the year, any year, we were coming to Summit because our kids would have kingdom kids. Oh, my yeah. word. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, I mean, that's just, that, to me, that assists us yes. in reaching the kids because they're already so hyped up from home and, and what happened last year to propel yep. them towards right. the next year. Yep. It's like, it's, it's really exciting to see how it's progressed. It's incredible. So, it went from having a service... Uh, the kids were not even participating in sleeping under the seats, right? right? Uh, they, yeah. they're, they're, you know, kids are kids. <laughs> right. Of course, they they respond to worship and stuff, but but it's exciting. If it's not aimed at them, they're gonna they're gonna tap out sometimes. Right. So now we have a service just for them, where the kids get involved. They they, they get to have fun. It's fun. I mean, we we, just, we have a lot of fun. We have sword fights and songs and games. But at the end, a we have an altar call yes. just for them. Yeah, mm-hmm. and. Uh, I don't know what the percentage of kids already have the Holy Ghost, but it's really high. Yeah, right. Yeah. So we're, 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 we're going through 100 kids trying to find the one that doesn't have the yeah, Holy Ghost yeah, in the room, right? For four-year-old. Exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> but we'll find him, and he, and, and we, or her, and, and we do see kids get the Holy Ghost. Yes. Kids and see kids refilled constantly. It's just, it really is awesome that it's not just babysitting. It's not just parents getting relief from their kids so they can concentrate on the service, even though that's a cool byproduct. Right. Right. But it's about the kids. Or just entertainment. Yep. Right. Well, exactly. and day one, last night, when we were here, it was, you know, when the altar call hit, and Brother Chris and I made eye con- contact, and there was this little four or five-year-old girl, maybe. Uh, she was six. Six? Yeah. Just absolutely porn, ball and porn her heart out. Speaking and in I, tongues. And I looked over at him, I'm like, dude, he even said, he's like, this is why we do this. Yeah. Right here. Mm-hmm. You know, just, I'm getting teared up just thinking and reminding remind so myself awesome. of that but it's it's amazing it's it exactly is. why we're here yeah absolutely mm. yeah and after this i'm telling you brother Darian, wherever you go if there's kids here don't that go break. wherever you go they'll oh, yeah. say you're the red knight sir walter right. you stole the coin you will be the dude <laughs> that Especially stole the coin night. for the rest of your life walking around <laughs> last night something funny today was the first day i actually got to eat lunch with somebody because the whole time i'm here i'm not with my family so i'm just like i'm here to work right and so my my meals have been comprised of you know Continental breakfast and Arby's. Right? <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> I'm like, uh, so I actually went to lunch with some friends and they had like little kids. And uh, I, I sat down and I asked them if they were, are you guys enjoying Kingdom Kids Conference? They're all shy and everything. And uh, I said, what team are you on? And they said, we're on the purple team. And I said, do you know who I am? And they're like, no. They didn't recognize me in my street clothes. Come they on. had no idea who I was. That is awesome. Until I'm like, do you know who Sir Bolden is? <laughs> and they're like, <laughs> the voice. You're Sir Bolden. Like they were, they were having a blast, man. That, like, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. All of a sudden, they're not shy anymore. Well, they? they were still very shy, uh, but I think they were either more shy in the presence of royalty. There we go. Here we go. We're gonna have a, a knight battle right here. <laughs> Who's the most royal knight? Uh, but how uh, cool is that? We well, yeah. know who the Greasius is. Yes. Well, actually, Greasius. I walked in the room and I wasn't in costume. Yet people see my face and they're like uh, Stinky Larue, and I'm like I'm not Stinky Larue this <laughs> that year. Was last year, yeah, well, year before. <laughs> yeah. 
last so year. So last were, year didn't happen. We had a pirate ship, and then yes. uh, you were the, one of the. the I was the head pirates. bad guy last year too. Are you trying to tell me something, brother? Booker? <laughs> <laughs> you just have embraced your role. No, no, you could pull off any role that you're put in, but there, there's there's some roles that. You just you have to know no, that someone's going to yeah, own it. I, yes, and, I understand. It, this, oh, you're owning it this year. Yeah. Let me tell you. Oh, yes. Which is why Philip Booker will always be the jester. The, oh, yeah, that's true. The doofus. No. such a good job at that. Oh, I'm really good at being dumb. I'm what? really good. No one can do it like you can. Bro. <laughs> that is a compliment, Jordan. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> no one can be. One thing about yeah. One thing about Kingdom's kids is you definitely have to check your pride at the door. If you have any pride whatsoever, it's got to yeah. be checked at the door. Yeah. Because it's not about us anyway. It's about the kids. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not here to save face. I'm not here to play politics. I'm not here to know who is who, although it is nice to know yeah. you fellas in the room. But I'm ultimately, I'm here to pray kid through the Holy Ghost. Absolutely. And as much fun as we're having, and it's so much fun. It's a blast. You know, we like to say 90% fun, 10% Jesus. But that 10% Jesus that we're putting on the kids is going to last. Yeah. I mean, look at what I said earlier. I was seven when I seen that object lesson. And then here I am 20-plus years later teaching it to kids. And it made such an impact on me. And I had a kid when I came to California and an adult walk up with their penny and said, I will never forget what you taught with this object lesson. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's what it's all about. Yes, it's fun. Yes, I have a blast. I get to come and hang out with friends. You guys are awesome to me. Like I feed off of you guys so much. I get to go home and, and carry the energy with me back home that I, I feed off you guys. And it's just so amazing to have something like this for our kids, but not just for our kids, but for our children's ministers. Because we need kingdom kids just as much as the kids do. Mm. Yeah, well, I, I was going to bring that up because yeah, one definitely. of the really cool but not anticipated, quite frankly, we never Results. mentioned it, uh-uh. the side effect of children's yeah. or of kingdom kids was what it did to our local churches. Right. Mm-hmm. And not just to the people involved, there was people walking by, just a casual walk yeah. by, and they would stop, yeah. they'd see that castle, they'd just see the lights. Just air of inspiration. That's yeah. what and they would, yeah. s- many times we'd had people, they say, do you mind if I just stay in here tonight? Yeah. And at first you're like, are you just trying to get out of church? But they're like, no, 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 I, I, I've never seen anything yeah. like this. And afterward, they're like, we're taking this home. Is there anything you can give us to take this back to our church? Right. The first year, we literally built a castle on our platform. Mm-hmm. Almost, I mean, as close to that as I could mimic. We had the scripts. I doctored them to fit our group. Right. Other than that, we did Kingdom Kids in our church. And I know that's happened to several churches across mm-hmm. the nation. I just think it's great. How cool is that? Yeah, yeah I might be wrong about this. I might be... <clears throat> not remembering it correctly. But I think that there was a time where we were talking about rebuilding the set and doing something different and that we were yes, yes. we were looking at auctioning off. Was that in the conversation? At yeah, one point? Just seeing if anyone would, would appreciate it. We didn't want to just give it to somebody who's going to go break it up or you know, not store it properly. Right, but I don't know why. Because I, I, I felt like it was that good of a production. That oh, I, I see what you mean. Not, not the mean. not the skit idea, but I mean the actual set itself. Yeah, right. Yeah. To, to, well, it's, it's, we were looking at well, it's possibly amazing. selling it, but I mean it's for the worthens. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, well, and another thing that came out of that is is the we we've talked about maybe we should change the theme entirely because right. the kingdom maybe we've worn the kingdom theme out. 
I don't think you can. No. I really don't. So, so say these these kids, if they're in there every single year from from you know five to twelve years old, they're in, in that seven, seven years, years. They're going to get a repeat, maybe one the first year. I think we repeated for the first time this year. This year, yeah. And it was still so different than the first year that right. you almost can't recognize it unless you wrote it. Well, you're right. still you're adding stuff. You added more stuff this morning. Yeah, right. Uh, to the script. Yeah. So, right. It's it's very fluid. Yes. Um, so my point is that we were going to swap it out for a different one, but I don't think there's. I think the kids would, quite frankly, be really upset. I don't think they would appreciate a new theme. Like, if we did right. a space or jungle theme or something right. different, they'd be like, hey, where's Sir Bolden at? Like, I'm not happy. <laughs> Hello? I want to know where Walter and the Silas yes. and Henry are. The cool thing is, though, is it's children's ministry. Yeah. Right. And so if you want to go off the wall and mesh two completely different universes. Like Pirates and Knights. Like two years ago, we had Pirates versus Knights, and it was the most epic showdown ever. And like, you could use your creativity. Captain Argyle. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Stinky the Stinky the Great. Yeah. Well, you know, just in the sheer magnitude, when you walk into that room, and my, I, mean, I walked a couple, I had a couple of people from my Sunday school department uh, that were here, and I walked them into that room. Even my pastor, when you walked in, for one word, wow. Yeah. Literally, it's when the people walk in, it's the first thing they say is, "Wow." Of course, the next thing out of my pastor's mouth, "Are you taking pictures?" Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like because I want this back home. Yeah. Like, I want this type of scale, and that's the thing is, that's really what Kingdom Kids, I think, for our small, our own personal churches, is doing is it's setting that bar mm. even higher oh, and making us step yeah. up our game. Well, I dare say that many burdens have been birthed just by people walking into that room. Yeah, yeah. For, sure. for sure. And just seeing the atmosphere that we're facilitating for these children. And the atmosphere, yeah, we're having fun, and yeah, the parents come in and they're smiling and they're taking pictures and stuff. But afterwards, when our kids are still up there praying and the parents are filtering in when they're done, mm-hmm. they're filtering in and they're up there seeing little Johnny up there just pouring his heart out to God. Mm-hmm. You know, a famous saying goes, when you take a child by the hand, you take a parent by the heart. And that is so true for what we do. Yes. And you take a child by the hand, you have an avenue to that adult. And whether that be with our bus ministry back home when we're knocking doors, whether that be with our church ministry, with our church children. Put a burden on them. Yeah. It, it's just something so powerful. Children's ministry. Jesus, children's ministry is so powerful because if we can get to them right now, we don't have to talk to them later in a prison or in a jail. Yeah. If we can put it into them now and yeah. why they're moldable, while they're you mentioned it today, you know, during your breakout session of how the concrete becomes hard with age. If we can get to them while they're still pliable and put something into them, they will never ever be able to get away from it. And that's what we're doing. That's that's why we're here. That's exactly what we're doing to these children. And a lot of the children that we're ministering to are preachers' kids, they're PKs, they're 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 missionaries' kids, and this is such the highlight of their year. And for us to do anything but our best would be a travesty. And so that's why I'm so glad I'm in a room of giants. Well, one thing is I have found, and maybe this is just a poor perspective, I'm not sure, but this group has potential to be one of the toughest audience to teach. For sure. You have these kids that are jaded as far as like they've seen it all, a lot of them, not all. You 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 have some that don't have a background, but uh, seasoned church kids are sometimes the toughest to keep their attention, but they are wrapped. They really are. They're into the story. In fact, I had one of my, my, my nephews who is as blunt as they get, right? I mean, he'll tell me when we blow it, but he goes like, you know, when you do your object lessons, I'm kind of like, come on, man, move on with the story. (laughs) I said, oh, so you don't want us to teach you. You just want to be entertained. (laughs) You know what? 
dinner shows are a dime a dozen in Pigeon Forge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah for, for real. sure. We're trying to make an eternal impact. Come on. And right. so you need to tell your nephew. Mm. No, I'm just <laughs> if you're listening to this, you know who you are. <laughs> They're probably say, but don't you have snack time in the middle? Yeah. <laughs> right? Isn't that entertaining right. with dinner? Yeah. There you go. Uh, we have um, a group from Rialto that we haven't normally had sometimes in the past. They will in about... I'll be out in five. Okay. Uh, so yet we have a, a Moving another on. guest for the podcast here, brother Michael Barrier, that just made this. <laughs> no, uh, again, we're just gonna, we're just doing this raw and filter. We just grabbed a random room. Uh, but I was saying this year for the first time, we have a lot of our Sunday school team here from Rialto uh, visiting as part of the cast. And yes. if I could afford it, every single one of them would be here. Because I want them to get a feel of this, but yeah, Delaney's here, but Julian's here, all, Kim's here. Uh, they're 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 awesome they at our are. Sunday school, and I wanted to take the vision of this home and and see it expand there. So yeah, super yeah. exciting. And you, brother Hodge, you got a bunch of people here. I brought a few, but you what Just four or five? Few. It's awesome. Yeah, only three of them came with me this year, but that's so cool. I'm proud of them though, because they're they're expanding their horizons and getting. Their shoulders rubbing up against other. Yeah, they yes. fit right in and done yeah. a great job. Absolutely, that's so, super cool. Yeah. So we're so thankful you guys came. Uh, we're gonna have to probably <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. head out pretty quick. Perfect. But seriously, thank you guys for taking the time to record this. Absolutely. And I was trying to sneak in a podcast while we were here. I was trying to think when we could pull this off and whatever. We made it work. Yeah, you made it happen. Thank you guys it's been a for a fun being conversation. Here. Yeah, it, it has. Been. I learned a lot about each one of you. Yeah, me too. All right. Well, until then, God bless. We'll thank you guys for for being here, and we'll see y'all later. Wait a second. I can't. I can't stop the. Uh, we can't stop the Kingdom Kids Conference podcast without me saying. Me and Philip Booker are kind of the ones, uh, and Brother Worthen with the, with the set, but we were the ones that kind of delegated things out, made sure the scripts were ready, and, and uh, reached out for help, and, and kind of coordinated all that stuff. But for me to say we is a huge stretch. I told him that I will be your workhorse while I'm here, but this conference would not happen without Philip Booker. This I, I didn't know where you were going with that, or I would have tried to <laughs> He has organized this entire thing, and there's been things he's asked me to do where I'm, I'm a pastor. I Bro, got you have, I got you're, busy. you're way too busy. And no, but I prioritize this, but I thank him for, that, for picking up the slack. Yeah, so there is no slack picked up, because when you're here, he does, <laughs> he does way more than his oh, share. Yeah. He does an awesome okay. job. But All hands on deck. It's been, it's been shared by you guys. Thank you for being here. You yes, guys are awesome. Sir. We'll catch you next time. God bless. Bye.